Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour two of Clay and Buck gets going right now, everybody. Thanks for being here with us. Um, what the, what's the Churchill quote, right? Democracy is the worst form of government except for all the other ones that have been tried. Yeah, That's kind of how I feel about the whole jury of our peer system sometimes, right? It's, uh, it's better than the alternative, right? You don't want some bureaucrat, although people can actually ask for a bench trial, but... You generally don't want some bureaucrat, some some man or, or woman of the state to just determine your fate or have government employees who do receive their paycheck from the apparatus, from the system. So we got peers. We got people. Right. Jury duty. What was it? Do you remember the last time you did jury duty, Clay? I, I do. What about you? Do you remember? Yeah, I was like two thousand and four. Actually, I don't want to say it on air because I don't want them to come after me. It's been a while. It's been a while. But. I had to do it, uh, and I got nervous because it was a trial that might take a couple of weeks. And I, I, first of all, I'm an attorney, so I thought I would get knocked out just based off being an attorney. And then I got all the way to seated on the jury panel. Um, and then uh, one of the attorneys said, you know what? I really like listening to this is when I was doing sports talk radio locally in Nashville. So it's probably been like 10 years ago. The guy, one of the juries, uh, one of the attorneys, was like, I really like listening to Mr. Travis on his, uh, on his radio show. So I'm just going to strike him. <laughs> and so I got out. Uh, that was when I was doing sports talk radio, uh, based on, uh, based on that fact. Otherwise I would have been seated potentially for weeks. And for what we do, it's actually noticeable when we don't go to our job. So I've always been afraid of just like, I don't want to miss the radio show for two weeks because I'm sitting on a jury trial. Right. So the jury system that we have is, uh, look, our system isn't perfect, but if you even, no matter what one may think of, uh, Andrew Tate and his possible innocence or guilt of the charges in Romania, remember Andrew Tate was a, just a few months ago. On Tucker's show, the most Googled man in the world, I think, for a couple of months. I mean, that was a real statistic. You know, they've just extended 
his pre-trial detention another 30 days. And, and there may not even be a trial. There have He's actually been Romania, no charges. For people who don't know, uh, like this is why you got to be super careful when you're out of the country because as much as you might not like our justice system, my goodness, look out if you're elsewhere. I, I, I do think there's it's quite a coincidence that the charges that have come against Tate, uh, Mr. Tate have come when they have and against his brother. Um, that's not I, I don't know. But no one knows because no charges have actually they could hold you in Romania for six months before you even get to go before a judge yeah, and say, you know, I'm guilty, you're not guilty. Six months. They could, now, I know a lot of you are saying, hey, Buck, what about the J6 defendants? Yeah. Yeah. We got problems with our we got problems with our system, too. Um, we're bringing all this up, though. Because it is quite a reminder of what we are, uh, what we're dealing with sometimes here, uh, with the, the various legal efforts, and I would argue extra legal and abusive efforts to try to get Donald Trump. I mean, they're doing, it is actually hard. We do this for a living. And to keep up with all the different, there was the non-criminal civil trial against the Trump organization in New York. There was the Russia collusion Mueller probe. There's now, you know, E. Jean Carroll saying that Trump sexually assaulted her 35 years ago and and she's going to sue. I mean, to, to keep up with all of these, none of them ever go anywhere. None of them ever. I mean, the only thing that they would say is the uh, Trump organization paid like a million dollar fine which for an organization of that size is the equivalent of a parking ticket. Um, there's also this Georgia grand jury proceeding. And this is how CNN reports on this, because they have a, a four-person, can't say foreman anymore, the four-person, um, and just give it time, it will be a, a four-they. You see, wasn't it uh, this singer recently referred to Fisher-they, Sam... Um, Instead of fishermen, you know what I'm talking about, Sam oh, Smith? Oh, no, I didn't even see that story. Oh, yes. He wants to be called a fisher they, not a fisherman, because he likes to go fishing. Anyway, four-person, I digress, of the Atlanta-based grand jury investigating Donald Trump for attempts to overturn the 2020 election, effectively trying to criminalize um, First Amendment-protected speech, legal theories. I mean, the whole thing is nuts. This is the four-person who has been doing a... Uh, a media tour. Um, here she plays 16 first. This is the person who is running the jury, basically, of this possible criminal indictment of Donald Trump. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. Mm. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. The American jury system on display, folks. Well, and I think as ridiculous as that audio sounds, her squirrely movements while she's giving it and the fact that she's doing interviews for MSNBC and CNN and working her way across the entire left-wing media ecosystem, she is a, uh, according to people who have tracked down her Pinterest page, very obsessed with witchcraft. Um, and sometimes, Buck, and I was saying this off air, I think Trump is bit benefits from his foes because they are such poor representations, even of the anti-Trump movement, that a lot of people just roll their eyes. But the, the bigger picture here is you have got these Democrat jurisdictions. And for people out there who don't understand this, when we were, when I was in law school, 
back in the day. And then when I started practicing law, forum shopping is a big deal. It's not discussed that much in the general public. But what I mean by that is when you decide where to file a lawsuit, very often astute lawyers will say, I want to file in this state or this jurisdiction because the legal climate favors me. And therefore, that's why they call it forum shopping. It's like you're looking around at all these different potential localities. So, Buck, when I practice law in the Caribbean, if you could, I was in the U.S. Virgin Islands, for people who don't know. <laughs> I love, by the way, this is one of my favorite clay facts, that you moved to the Caribbean and you were a lawyer and you didn't pitch this as a screenplay to ABC yeah. or something, you know? I was, uh, I was a lawyer in the biggest law firm in the United States, Virgin Islands, 13 attorneys, uh, when I graduated from Vanderbilt Law School, I am still licensed, unless they've pulled my license and I haven't heard about it. In the U.S., I'm still paying for the license. The U.S., Virgin Islands, and Tennessee passed the bar in both those jurisdictions. But, Buck, I took the U.S. bar exam, the Virgin Islands bar exam, in a uh, in a courtroom, basically overlooking the bay in uh, in St. Thomas. I practiced in this law firm for a couple of years. Everybody who could sue in the U.S. Virgin Islands would. And I'll give you an example. American Airlines flew in. They were one of our clients. If you ever got hit by a beverage cart or you ever slipped on a airplane or you ever had, you got, the food was too hot, you sued. If you could file a negligence complaint against American Airlines, you filed it in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Average juror, eighth grade education. Population of the U.S. Virgin Islands, only around 100,000 people. It was considered to be a plaintiff's paradise. And so you wanted to get in front of a Virgin Islands jury jury because they would take go off on these stateside, because whether you lived in the island or off-island was a big deal. They'd go off on these stateside corporations. So every plaintiff's lawyer worth his or her salt would try to f- file in the U.S. Virgin Islands because you've got a beneficial court hearing. That, taken outside of the plaintiff law firm, is exactly what is going on with Donald Trump. D.C. is basically a rigged jury pool. Fulton County in Atlanta is basically a rigged jury pool. They can get indictments against Republicans affiliated with Donald Trump, and Steve Bannon already went through this, no matter what, basically, the evidence is, because they already have a jury pool that is convinced that the, the people they're investigating are evil. And here is, again, this jury four-person, uh, Emily Kors, who is speaking out about what the grand jury has done here, which you're also not really supposed to do, but they're just putting her on TV anyway. Play 15. It's not a short list. So we're talking about more than a dozen people? I would say that, Yes. Are these recognizable names, names that people would know? There are certainly names that you would recognize, yes. I don't think that there are any giant plot twists coming. I don't think there are any giant plot twists coming, as in Donald Trump is not going to prison over the jury, or or, or rather over the election Georgia thing. And and yet again, I, I just worry that our... Uh, first of all, the legal abuse is obvious here. It's a form of lawfare that has been waged against Donald Trump stretching back now for, for years, for as long as he's been in, in, uh, public office or trying to be in public office. Uh, it's the abuse of the legal system, uh, really the destruction, I think, of clear legal principles. Remember, they even seized his lawyers' communications at one point when it was. Well, they took his passports. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the stuff that they have done. 
to Donald Trump has really debased our our. And by the way, that was why I brought up the Tate issue. You've got an American who is being held for months on end without any due process. There's no yeah. due process. So whether you think he's guilty or not, and there's you know people who are arguing certainly that it seems very suspicious the way the charges have been brought. There's no due process. Donald Trump has suffered process attacks uh, of all kinds. And eventually what you realize is even though they're not going to get an indictment, even though they're not going to certainly get a prison sentence, Clay, the process is the punishment. This is what's so unfortunate. They've just used this all along to just r- try to wrong foot Trump, to harass him. And people say, oh, Buck, it's 4D chess. He can handle it all. Well, what about the people that were in his White House who had to pay for their own lawyers? What about the 25-year-old staffer who was terrified of, you know, Mueller trying to entrap them? You know, talk to George Papadopoulos. Talk to Carter Page about, you know, yeah, Trump can handle it. But it's more than just Trump that they're going after as well. Yeah, and I think they're going to indict him, basically, is what she was ducking around there. You have a Fulton County prosecutor who has to make the Wait, decision. So you think they are you think they are going to indict him? I think I think that in Georgia they're going to indict him. Wow. But now I it, it's going to be a violation I believe of state law. I don't know what the punishments are going to be. I think it's going to be a total clown show. I just I mean based on what this jury four person has been saying in the interviews, I I think they'll find some sort of way to indict Trump over this. And again, Politically, the Georgia Fulton County DA, again, Atlanta, for people out there who are not familiar with the state, she wins. Yeah, right? there's no like downside. She's going to elevate no her. She's going to be no the next what. mayor of Atlanta, yeah. or she's going to run for a, for an office. Yeah. Usually, in a very, very high-profile, politically charged case, a prosecutor would not want to bring it unless it was overwhelming, and yep. you know, it was very clear and a slam dunk situation because you lose a really high profile political case. It looks bad for you. Not the case. To your point here, just she bringing wins. the indictment, you're a hero. Just right. going for it, just the harassment itself of Trump becomes the end goal. And hey, maybe they can get the, uh, you know, the, the, the grand prize at the end of, of an actual guilty verdict from some. Lo- I mean, you told me you saw. This jury, jury four persons, grand jury. She's not sitting on an actual jury that would decide anyone's fate, uh, you know, in, in terms of innocence or guilt. But kind of a kind of a strange Her Pinterest page is circling around out there, and she is either extremely interested in witchcraft or a, what do they call them? A Wiccan. A Wiccan. Yes. Yes. Um, and so uh, again, she wants Trump. That grand jury wants Trump. I think that they are going to indict Trump. I don't think the DOJ is, but I think they will for some state law violation inside of uh, inside of Georgia. I, I think that this DA will do it because I think she wins no matter you what. Called, your you point. called it on the special counsel appointment, um, but I also think now we've seen that special counsel about Biden and the documents. It's, it's sham. Nothing's happened. No one cares. They, Nothing happens. I, I Merrick Garland is going to come out and say a pox on both yeah, their houses, and then that I th- I really think that's going to vanish. Now Julie Kelly was on with us Monday, and she said she still thinks Trump's going to get indicted for January sixth by Jack Smith. So we'll see. I tend um, to think that this Georgia thing is going to be what. what, what I do just you got? want to point something out, Clay, before uh, we we move on to some other topics here. We left somebody off the presidential uh, the presidential ledger. 
We've left we left a couple people off. Um, Marianne Williamson. Of... She's going to run evidently as a Democrat. Yes. <laughs> she's just and our buddy she's Michael, gonna... our buddy Michael Bolton, isn't he officially announced? I know it's John Bolton, but I prefer to call him Michael Bolton because you celebrate his whole catalog. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, he is also running. So there's a few other names that we didn't even give the dignity of of including in that one. I just saw that flash up on the screen. Uh, Michael Bolton will do an incredible job, both uh, playing his catalog and also running for president. Got a great mustache. No shortage of chaos and change in our world. We're here to make sense of it every day with you, no matter what the next disruption is, whether it's weather, labor strike, something that causes supply chain issues at supermarkets. Still can't find baby formula. How many of you out there have tried to go out and find uh, baby formula? Back in the day, toilet paper, basically anything on the shelves. Uh, a lot of snow coming across the Midwest and the Pacific right now. Maybe you're not going to be able to get out to the grocery store. Maybe you'll lose power. Maybe there's just issues going on in your life. You've probably got health insurance. You probably got car insurance. You probably have life insurance. You have insurance for your home, certainly, if you own it. What about food insurance? That's what I did with my Patriot Supply. My whole family has three months emergency food kit this will last for years and years it's just in my pantry me my wife each of our three boys we could eat for three months 2,000 calories a day without having to leave our house if we needed to that is a great bit of security and also just makes us feel a lot better peace of mind my wife was super excited when this came right now you can join us as well and get your own at mypatriotsupply.com bonus gift free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. We've got them, like I said, right here. You're going to love them. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Get free shipping and $200 in a bonus gift of survival gear at MyPatriotSupply.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for team reality. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, I wanted to play this audio for you again. Andrea Mitchell, NBC, uh, MSNBC, lied when she asked this question of Kamala Harris. She lied about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Listening. What does Governor Ron DeSantis not know of black history and the black experience when he says that slavery and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children? So that's a lie, Buck, as we talked about. Uh, this is great. This is how you respond to lies. Uh, there will be, this is a statement from Ron DeSantis's office. There will be no consideration of anything related to NBC Universal or its affiliates until and at least Andrea Mitchell corrects the blatant lie she made about the governor when she said slavery and the aftermath of slavery weren't being taught in Florida school children. NBC and its affiliates display a consistent track record of truthful reporting. Please feel free to pass this up and around the network. Boom. That's Brian Griffin, press secretary for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Let's talk about this national divorce topic here in a moment. This has been trending all over the place. Is it coming? What would visitation rights look like? We'll discuss. You know, Pure Talk saves the average family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. I mean, how sweet is that? Save 900 bucks a year on your wireless bill and still enjoy ultra-fast 5G service. You get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. And Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service, they're backing it up with a 100% money-back guarantee. So instead of paying a small fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile every month, Cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company. Then start to enjoy the benefits of working with a U.S.-based customer service team who will make your switch easy. You'll be supporting a company that is veteran-owned and shares your values and has you covered with a money-back guarantee. All you have to do right now, dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck to save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. National divorce. Something that got a lot of attention because uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted out a couple of days ago the following. We need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this. From the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies, we are done. So the last word was cut off. <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this? We are done. Uh, so this got a lot of people, even on, on the right, having, of course, the left just says, oh, my gosh, they're, you know, it's like secession and they're going to break the country apart. And they're going crazy over this. But. Uh, look, that's that's it's not happening anytime soon. So I think they can calm down a little bit. It's more of a philosophical discussion for most people. Some people, I think, do believe that that we could be heading in in that in the direction over the long term of of a greater uh, degree of separation. I did also think this was so interesting because if you're there is a sorting. Well, let's look at what is happening, right, Clay, and then we can yeah. talk about where maybe this is going. There has been a sorting that COVID in particular accelerated. 
um, between very, very blue areas and then red, you know, becoming less blue or rather becoming more blue and red areas becoming redder. The blue is getting bluer. The red's getting redder. Notably, as we've talked about so many times, New York and its environs. So to some extent, you know, New Jersey and some other places in New England, uh, moving and, and then California and the Pacific Northwest moving to red states with lower taxes and that were more free, at least, uh, during COVID. The biggest single example of this is, well, Florida is the, is the biggest in terms of uh, population inflow, I believe, with about 350,000, according to census data, is the last thing I saw. I think the number is higher than that now. It's probably more like a half a million to 600,000. It's, it's actually 800,000 since April of 20. They, they, wow. the, the LA Times came out with some numbers. California has lost 700,000 in population. Florida has, has gained 800,000. And Buck, by the way, I wanted to mention this because I saw this number. It ties in really well with what you're talking about. You know how they keep updating the Florida register rolls for how it breaks down Democrat Republican? Sure. Yeah. When Ron DeSantis came into office, there were 257,000 more Democrats registered in Florida than Republicans. They just released the numbers for February of 23. Republicans now have a 417,000 vote in terms of registered voters lead, and that is flipped by 675,000 people just Democrat to Republican since December of 18. So that kind of speaks to the blue, bluer, red, redder aspect. Right. So that makes more sense. I was going to guess 600,000 or five, five to 600,000. You're telling me it's 800,000, which I totally believe that, um, down in Florida, that, that seems to be the reality. If you look at the real estate market in Florida, uh, it's certainly reflected in, in the housing prices, uh, across the board. But what's fascinating is when you have this data that shows People are Americans are making choices in large numbers, favoring one system over another. By the way, there is no there is no counter movement of people from Texas going, I hate Texas so much. I'm moving to San Francisco. That does not exist. So there isn't this isn't just, oh, there's a sorting that's going both ways. What you have is the areas that got too blue and too crazy have had an outflow of people who just can't take it anymore. That outflow is having massive financial ramifications on budgets. I mean, uh, the California budget statewide, the deficit is is billions and billions of dollars. Uh, it's way more than even Gavin Newsom's staff had assessed it would be. Um, New York City, um, even more, much more so than even New York State, is is going to be having a whole lot of financial trouble because of high earners who have left. And what I think is so interesting is uh, here is an MSNBC analyst talking about how, you know, with DeSantis in Florida, he says it's all meth and alligators. Play 19. (laughs) Can we play clip 19? In my view, there are three states yet you can't really run from if you're trying to win across America. You run from New York, you're too crazy, you're liberal. You run from California, you're too crazy, you're liberal, you're trying to make sure I can't get plastic straws. You run from Florida, it's all crystal meth and alligators, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's what people think. And I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm saying those are sort of the national reputations of those states. So when you see Ron DeSantis running and claiming that he's going to do for America what he's done in Florida, it seems like that'd be a problem. 
I mean, it's definitely not a problem to the 800,000 people who have said, sign me up. I'm moving to Florida. I want, I, and of those 800,000, how many of them have come from New York and California, the two Democrat stronghold states? A huge percentage. Yeah, what I see where I live here in red state Tennessee is people have overwhelmingly moved here from New York, California, and Chicago area of Illinois. And when we talk about red getting redder, that's the people who are moving in. And to me, that is the signature question that cannot be answered by Gavin Newsom acolytes in California. If he did such a great job, why has California lost population for the first time since it became a state under Gavin Newsom's leadership? Think about how crazy that is. California became a state, I believe, in 1850. From 1850 to 2019, every single year, California added people. 2020 was the first year California lost population, 21 and 22 altogether. 700,000 people have left there, including Buck, Gavin Newsom's own in-laws, who moved to Florida, and are donors to Ron DeSantis. If there were truly a case that it were safer, people would be flooding to California and fleeing California and flee, fleeing Florida. That's not what we're seeing at all. Now, the big challenge to me on the national divorce is, one, move to red states and make them redder. That's the way that you can get a default version of this. That's what people are doing now as they realize they can work remotely many different places. There's still, even in red states, however, are many blue islands. Nashville, Memphis in my state, for instance, are going to continue to vote blue, but the state at large, it's as red as red can get. I want as many people who are going to vote red to move here. One final thought. One of my favorite stats. More people voted for Donald Trump in California in 2020 than in Texas. And a lot of your minds are blown every time you hear that. Obviously, that's partly a function of California having so many people. But regardless of which direction you go, there are still a lot of people left behind who are blue or red in states that would otherwise have substantial majorities in the other direction. I also think it's worth noting that when you and I um, were, were growing up, which I guess I'm admitting was around the same time. I like to say it was decades apart, but no. Um, you know, when I was in junior high and Clay was in high school, uh, California in, in the nineties in America was the yes. ultimate American dream. You know, it was reflected in all of our, uh, yeah, Hollywood was out there. So that was part of this, but in our movies, our entertainment, I mean, California was just the place where people from all across the country wanted to go to the fact that Democrats, in let's call it two generations maybe less a generation have flipped that around so that california is now the the place where if you're born and grew up there you're fleeing from there just goes to show you uh that state government matters and that's what we really saw during covid i it used to be i think everyone just said oh the president the federal government that's what matters to me state government matters local government matters your school board matters to your point, Buck, on California as like this promised land, I had never been to California till I was in college. We went on a spring break uh, trip in like 2002 or something like that to California, to San Francisco. And I was like, this place is amazing. I can't believe we went, you know, down to the Redwoods or up to the Redwoods, the Muir Forest, I think, went to the beach, like checked out all of San Francisco. I was like, this place is flat out amazing. 
One of my best friends got married in San Clemente, California in 2005. My wife had never been to California, and we took the PCH uh, and drove all the way down from San Francisco to Orange County. And I was like, my goodness, this is one of the most beautiful, unbelievable places in the entire world. It speaks to how bad Democrat leadership is that basically so many people would be willing to leave America's Garden of Eden. Because that is in many ways what the natural topography, geography of California is. Look, I think it's heartbreaking for a lot of New Yorkers who still see New York as, you know, if you're a New Yorker, you always think New York is the greatest city in America and the greatest city in the world. People have left. I know a lot of people who have said that maybe they'll come back in five years or ten years, but they don't they don't want to see how this plays out while the lunatic left continues to run the show there so we'll, we'll we'll come back to this by the way big update clay from andrea mitchell oh you, oh we got oh, something for you folks. already we're gonna we're gonna bring that to you here in just a second stay with us a uh, big update on that one but look i also want to tell you about all the great work that's being done by individuals at the pre-born pregnancy clinics nationwide i mean these are men and women who are choosing to help save the lives of unborn babies and they're going above and beyond. These are clinics that welcome pregnant mothers and offer them a chance to meet their unborn child through an ultrasound experience. That precious experience allows them to hear the heartbeat and see their child growing within them. I mean, you can just imagine. It's a life-changing, heartfelt moment, that godly connection between mother and child. It so often leads to that mother choosing to bring her unborn baby into this world. Now, preborn receives no government funding. There's no huge apparatus behind it. It relies on you, the pro-life community. They depend on you and me for financial support. Preborn's team has rescued over 200,000 babies in this way. And they don't stop there. They provide love, support, and counseling for up to two years for mothers who give life to their babies for free. Each ultrasound costs about $28. So if you can just donate $28, you might help save a baby's life. Someone may have life that they wouldn't have otherwise because of a $28 tax deductible donation five five ultrasounds a hundred and forty dollars that could be five babies that have lives that wouldn't otherwise you can donate right now you can save lives using your cell phone dial pound two five zero say the keyword baby that's pound two five zero say the word baby or go to preborn.com slash buck that's preborn.com slash b-u-c-k sponsored by preborn Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to precious metals for various reasons one having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan two diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three historically gold increases in value over time 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We were just talking about Andrea Mitchell and her false questioning of Florida. Well, it was actually based on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, but she was questioning Kamala Harris. And this is her response to the lie that she spread in her question. I haven't even heard this yet. Uh, Let's listen. In my interview last Friday with Vice President Harris, I was imprecise in summarizing Governor DeSantis' position about teaching slavery in schools. Governor DeSantis is not opposed to teaching the fact of slavery in schools, but he has opposed the teaching of an African-American studies curriculum, as well as the use of some authors and source materials that historians and teachers say makes it all but impossible for students to understand the broader historic and political context behind slavery and its aftermath in the years since. He didn't think that an AP high school course in African-American studies should be focused on CRT and queer theory. That was the actual objection. Andrea Mitchell is still lying uh, because she said, do we have that audio? It's not enough to say I was imprecise. Can we play the audio of her again? She specifically says that you can't teach slavery and its aftermath in Florida which is a flagrant lie. Let's play that audio. I think what we have does it. Governor Ron DeSantis not know of black history and the black experience when he says that slavery and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children? I mean, okay. this is crazy. So, so I have a theory, Clay. Um, it's always great to try out my theories to you in real time with you know <laughs> a couple of million people listening. But here's my theory. I think that because you know you just read the. Uh, press secretary uh, for Ron DeSantis and his response to this uh, a few, what, about half an hour ago. I think that there's a recognition that the old days where Republicans would just show up and get punched in the face by the media, um, that's not going to work specifically with, with Ron DeSantis, meaning he's perfectly comfortable just not playing their game. Now, Trump, it's very interesting. 
Trump actually liked to go on offense against the media and was super effective in using the fake news to his benefit in the 2016 election cycle. I think later on in his presidency, though, I would have said, I think he sat down with the New York Times a few too many times. Okay, I I do think that that's and I believe that people that are ardent Trump supporters would agree with that when they see that it's just, you know, he wasn't outsmarting. uh, What's her name? Uh, Maggie Haberman. She was just running hit pieces on him day in and day out. Um, I think that DeSantis and even some other Republicans, they're not going to let this game be played the way it used to be, where, where oh, NBC News, you will lie about me, and then I'm going to give you an interview a week later? I don't think so. Because Democrats don't do that, by the way. Remember, they wouldn't let Fox News host a Democrat debate. They wouldn't let Fox News interview Joe Biden before the president, uh, before the Super Bowl as is usually the case with the president. By the way, Jeremy Redfern at uh, the DeSantis campaign uh, already responding. Once again, Andrea Mitchell is imprecise in her description because she relies on unnamed historians and teachers. Florida statute requires the teaching of slavery in its aftermath. We just know that queer studies has nothing to do with Jim Crow. Good response there. I would also say this. You guys out there listening know I love Carrie Lake. I think Carrie Lake is a stud campaigner. What she did is something that I've been doing for years, and I would encourage every Republican politician to do it, and this would include Donald Trump. Any interview that you do, put out the full transcript of the interview. Don't allow yourself to talk to a reporter for 30, 45 minutes, an hour, and have them pull three sentences out of that interview and craft a story based on it. If I talk to a reporter for a story, I want the full transcript of my story recorded by my team, which is what I do at OutKick, so that we can post the full transcript. I, you guys know I talk to you every day for three hours. I'm not running from any of my opi- any of my opinions. But I don't want somebody to talk to me for 30 minutes or an hour and then be able to craft their version of what I said. I want the audience to be able to see exactly what I said, and I would encourage every Republican politician to adopt that as well. Speaking of Trump, Clay, he has, I think, had a a real moment here, making a strong move, going out to East Palestine, Ohio, to visit with that town in the aftermath of that chemical train derailment disaster. He's getting there before Mayor Pete. He's going to be showing solidarity with the people of Ohio affected by this. I think it's a strong move. I think we should talk about just what the implications of this are. And also, where's the Biden administration? Well, Joe's tripping going up the stairs. But yes, we are going to talk about East Palestine. Trump on his way there right now. And what the impact is of the Midwest as we all start to turn towards next year and the next election. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.